Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tom Socks Conversations. Today, I'm here with one of your former 2017 Tom Socks, who also played at Virginia Commonwealth University, Michael Daly. Michael, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good. Thank you for taking time out of your day for being here with us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So before we get into all the baseball questions, tell us, how's quarantine life been treating you? <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, it's a little boring. Um, I kind of do the same thing every day. I get up, uh, go work out, throw, and then I go to work. Then I come home, and that's about all I do every day. What was the biggest transition not having a baseball season this year? <laughs> um, definitely at first, not knowing if I was going to get my eligibility back. Because um, I was coming off an injury, so this was my – fifth year and then it got cut short and so it's like having both of my senior years taken away which kind of kind of stunk but then when they granted it or gave it back to us it was it was relieving because I knew I was going to come back and finish my master's degree which was nice oh yeah for sure any hobbies or anything that you picked up over this time <laughs> um definitely been playing my friends and my roommates in uh, MLB the show pretty much every day if I get free time and other than that not much watch tv Okay, so now let's get into talking about some of the Tom Sox baseball stuff. So tell us a little bit about your summer in Charlottesville. How was that? It was unreal. It was an experience of a lifetime. Um, I was supposed to play there the year before, actually, and then my coaches shut me down. So I was really excited to go back the following year and uh, work on pitching out of stretch, get better my craft on that. And then just like being surrounded by the teammates, you know, meeting different guys, and then even meeting guys from like my same conference from Richmond, Davidson, stuff like that. It was kind of it was kind of fun to like bond with them, especially outside of conference play, outside of uh, you know facing up against them every weekend. So it was nice. It was really fun. What was the culture like? Kind of staying close to home and still having teammates from VCU playing with you over the summer. Um, it was it was pretty cool. Um, you know, I've always, especially when they first started, I definitely wanted to play there. And so getting around that group of guys, seeing how like similar I am to them was really, really fascinating because you got guys from lower D1 schools, the highest D1s, and then, you know, even D3 guys. I thought that was, I thought that was really nice just being able to see like how good they actually are and then you know, being able to, you know, learn from them as much as they're learning from me. Do you think you missed out on having like the host family experience and everything like that? Or did you actually like um, go home. I kind of missed I, I wouldn't say I missed out on it um, I got to spend a lot of time at my friends host families like the Raymonds uh, the Padawanos got to spend a lot of time there so it was kind of like my home away from home I guess oh yeah for sure so as a pitcher what was the biggest adjustment coming off of a college season at VCU and then kind of coming to summer ball where you're facing guys that you might not ever face during a regular season in college ball. Um, I guess I would say that's really when you learn how to pitch, like you get scout reports every game. And so that's a little different. Uh, you kind of know what the hitters tendencies are. And then, you know, going to summer ball, you, you kind of learn pitch by pitch, the tendencies of those hitters. And so I feel like it's a room for growth for a lot of pitchers. And so that's kind of how I took it. What were you kind of expecting coming into the season? Like, what was your mindset coming in versus going out? Um, probably to just develop as a pitcher, just continue to grow. Um, I definitely expected to, uh, like, go out there and dominate. That's kind of the mentality I take every time I go out to pitch. 
And so, you know, anything like giving up a run, I'll be upset, but I'm not going to like hang my head over it. And so it was definitely just like a growing experience for me. Is there one particular game or memory that you pitched in over the summer that really just stands out that you still remember to this day? That's tough. Um, Not, not that I know of. Um, I'd say probably the first game I pitched in was at uh, Strasburg and I was actually facing off against my roommate at the time, Ben Dome. And so that was pretty cool. Um, you know, I got to hear him chirp me a bunch, but, you know, it was just for the love of the game and stuff like that. So I thought that was probably my most memorable one. Did anybody have kind of like just a really impactful memory or anything over the summer that helped you out going into your junior season? Like, was it one person that kind of gave you advice or, you know, was a coach or anything like that? Um, I'd probably say, let's see. Austin Higginbotham probably just simplified the game a lot for me. He told me, cause like I came off a year where I, I had a little bit of a rough year. And so he kind of just told me to like simplify the game, you know, your best pitch is better than their best swing. And so he really simplified the game for me and just gave me that mentality to just go out there and dominate as best I could. How did it help you kind of go into your junior year? Like what was the biggest difference from ending your sophomore year to going into your junior year coming off of summer? Um, I would say definitely I spent that whole summer pitching out of the stretch. And so I just like being able to take that into my next season was really helpful. But then I kind of got my junior year cut short, especially at the beginning of the fall. I tore my UCL, partially tore it, and then had a rehab from that. And then at the end of my junior year, tearing it again. So that that kind of, I guess, pushed back what I learned, but not necessarily, I should say. What was kind of one of the more impactful things outside of baseball that happened in Charlottesville over that summer? Um, definitely growing a bond with Matt Olson. He goes to school right down the road from me at Richmond. So we're always rivals. And then I got really close to him. We're still best buds talk pretty much every week. And so him and I really got a, that close bond and I'm really thankful for that and wouldn't give it up for anything. And kind of looking back at the summer, what would you say was kind of more, did you like playing in Charlottesville? Did you like traveling with the team? What, which one would you prefer over the other? Um, that's tough. I mean, if I could take both, I would. Uh, I, I loved going with the team. We'd play a ton of them off. But uh, I'd probably say playing in Charlottesville, playing in front of the home crowd, being from right outside of Charlottesville. I loved like having home – like family come, uh, family friends come, stuff like that. So I'd probably say playing at home was probably my favorite. Everybody has said mafia. What is, what is the thing about mafia? Like, give us some insight. I'm going to ask you, tell us a little bit about what's so great about just mafia. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I could do that. Uh, Vinny Pasquantino might cut my head off if I did that. So, <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know if I can give, give any insider details. You can't give any insight. I think every single player I have interviewed that has said mafia it's been from a different year it's not been from one year it's like 2016 17 19 you play it everywhere like you get long bus trips especially in college you got 10 12 hour bus trips and you got nothing to do so you just play a bus game that's pretty much it it's it's it can be boring at times but when you get a really big group it's so much fun 
And what's kind of another memory that you have that is baseball related that was kind of like a habitual thing, like something that always happened like on the field, but just kind of pertains to Charlottesville and the Tom Sox. Like what did you guys just do over the summer? Something that stands out to you? Um, that's, ooh, that's tough. I don't really know. Um, Cause I feel like there's always one thing that was just, it always happens like a habitual thing a team does, or, you know, that's just specific to that season. Each season, I feel like it changes, but was there anything that you guys did that just kind of, you still remember? <laughs> um, I would say, uh, playing hacky sack before games, just loosening up the body, loosening up the minds. That's probably one thing. I kind of took to be took back to VCU. Like yeah. we play it all the time now. And so that's probably one thing. Or throwing the football. That's, you know, just being a kid again, just doing that before games. That's I do that now every day. So it's that's probably one thing I probably took from it and just, yeah. it just relaxes you and relaxes me before games, stuff like that. Cause I feel like everybody, you know, that comes and watch games, they just see like you guys playing. They don't really know like what your life's like, you know, outside of this pitch, the next pitch, you know, they mm-hmm. just see what they see. So kind of asking and getting a little insight on what you thought was pretty cool over the Yeah, summer. probably just like the goofing around part. I mean, you know, we're humans, we're we're kids. We're yeah, you know, right out just out of our teen years. So we're just we're goofy adults. We're just doing trying to be kids again. So that's pretty much what we could do in baseball. How was it like playing on the championship team that year? Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, that was unreal. So <laughs> I swear we couldn't lose a game. And then it was just like, even we were having bad days, we were still winning ball games, And so it was just really cool to see. Um, I saw some really, really talented players. Uh, Michael Lansky, I don't think that kid ever missed a barrel. And even when he did, it was like, it was shocking. And then um, – Rick Spires doing everything from pitching, playing outfield, you know, making the final play. That was, that was, I, I'd probably say seeing some guys that I've never seen play before really opened my eyes. Were you anticipating to win that season going into the season or was it something that just kind of surprised you at the end? <laughs> um, you know, going in, I, I wanted to win. Like I don't like to lose. So I want to win championships as much as possible. And then once we got hot and we got going, it was like, there's no stopping us. Nobody can stop us. So I wasn't, I was probably excited to go play at the beginning, go play for a championship. And then it all became surreal once we got there and won it. That was probably one of the most exciting experiences that I had with the Tom Sox. So from that championship game, what's the best memory? Have you said it? Was it that catch or is it? It was definitely when Rick uh, caught that, hard I want to say it was either line drive or a one hopper right back to him and he flipped it mm-hmm. over to first I remember being the first putting the bolt out of the dugout and tackle him it was it was unreal it's like there was just so much hype around it you could hear the fans especially with two outs going nuts and so that was probably the most most memorable experience I have is being on the dog bottom of the dog pile with uh, Rick after I just tackled him it was it was fun so kind of shifting into talking about VCU a little bit, what is the culture difference between playing at VCU and then summer ball? What was that biggest divide? Um, there really wasn't much of a divide. Um, you know, you have your pregame routines, your everyday routines. And so going about that, that's pretty much the same. Um, 
maybe it might be a little bit more relaxed during summer ball, but it's, it's honestly not much different. You know, you have a job to do every day you show up to the field. So that's pretty much how I kind of went into the summer ball. Like I got a job to do and I'm going to do it and I'm going to have fun with it. And being at VCU, what has been the biggest growth moment that you've seen within yourself as a pitcher from your freshman year to now? Um, let's see. Probably just the simplification of the game. Um, especially after my first year, I, I had a really good year, and then I kind of fell off the next two years. And so I this year I made a really, really big, I guess, step into like really focusing on simplifying the game and then just taking the mindset of I'm going to beat you. I'm better than you. Just being aggressive at all times. Cause I mean, you can't get this game back. You can't get a pitch back. And so leaving it all out there, that's really what I've taken away from it. What's been your best memory at VCU so far? <laughs> uh, my freshman year, definitely. I took a no hitter into the ninth inning and I was one out away from getting it. And then this kid, he beat out an infield single and it was, it was heartbreaking, but you know, we won the game. I really wanted that no hitter, but you know, we won. That's all that really matters. So that was one of the best experiences and best memories I've had at VCU. And who has been the most impactful for you at VCU? Like who's made the biggest difference in your baseball life? Um, I would say, honestly, my roommate, Justin, uh, Justin Sorkowski, who I played with on the Tom Sox that year, he, we throw together every day and we're always trying to critique each other and trying to make each other better. Uh, we're always competing against each other, which is huge. But at the end of the day, we're, we're fighting for the same goal. We're fighting for the same thing, and that's to win a championship. So me and him, we really – we both start. And so we kind of take it upon ourselves to make the young guys better as well as making ourselves better. Yeah. So kind of, you know, we talk about all the positives. What is one of your pet peeves as far as like being a pitcher? What is something that just really irritates you, gets on your nerves? Like, you know, something that um, most people might not know. <laughs> oh God. Um, See. I feel like there's just one thing that just always gets on people's nerves. Like, and especially as a pitcher, what's that one thing that just. I'd probably say when hitters, you know, when you're in a group, hitters take their time. Obviously that's part of baseball, but it just irks me to no end. And then if a <laughs> coach just uh, calls a offense time, offensive timeout, that just irks me. And I just get, I get even more mad. And so that just makes me want to go out there and just, beat them just beat them to a pulp and send them back to the uh dugout crying but obviously they don't cry but in my mind they do <laughs> what's the best feeling in the world so that's the worst as a pitcher what is the best feeling in the world for you uh getting a strikeout in jam just getting out of a st sticky situation just really getting out of it out of it um like bases loaded or something like that you know especially in crunch time just being able to go out there, you know, go through some adversity a little bit, but power through it. That's probably, probably my favorite part. What's your favorite pitch to throw? Out of uh, I love throwing my fastball, especially because <laughs> I've gained a few miles per hour last over this quarantine. And so it's just my favorite pitch to throw. I love being able to pitch off of that and then keep them off balance with my slider and change up. So that's easily my best pitch. Did you gain any pitches 
from going into college to now? Like, did you learn any new pitches or did you just kind of stick with what you had and just progressed with those? I wish I would have learned some, but I've just kind of stuck with the three, uh, my fastball slider change up. Um, those were my three in high school. And so they've gotten progressively better over my, over my, I guess, five years now. Yeah. And so those, those are my backbone when I'm on the mound. And what is the most memorable, memorable game you can remember? It doesn't have to be just at VCU. It could be over the summer. What game have you ever played in that just has really stood out? Um, definitely when we opened up at Florida State my sophomore year. I think they were ranked like two or three, something like that. And we beat them on opening day. We shot them out. That was unreal because they hadn't lost the game on opening day in 20 years. And we were the first ones to do it. So that was easily my most memorable experience in baseball. That is cool. <laughs> so what can we kind of expect from you moving forward, having, you know, quarantine happen, the season end, what can – a senior's getting 50 again. What can yeah. we expect? Um, I mean, I just kind of take it day by day. Um, I expect to go out there and be the best. Um, you know, I want to play at the next level, so if – Anything I got to do to get there, that's what I'm going to do. And so I'm just really trying to prepare each day like there's a game day. And so I just want to, you know, just go out there, be the best that I can and dominate as much as possible. What are your expectations for, you know, an upcoming season? You know, amidst all of this, what are you kind of – what's kind of your process going into another season after, you know, pretty much not having a season? Um kind of going in with a chip on our shoulder again. I mean, we were, I guess, voted to be the best in the conference again, but, you know, we take that with a grain of salt. Um, so just being able to go out there and try to win every game, like we want to go our ideal, or I guess our our goal is to go 56-0. and Obviously, that's not going to happen, but we do everything we can every day to achieve that goal. And if, if we don't, we go back to the drawing board, see what we did wrong, and kind of improve from there. So I just try to go out there and, you know, help everyone out and, you know, make everybody better. That way we can win as much as possible. For sure. Okay. So kind of now going into some fun questions, not so serious, you know, so from the Tom Sox season, who do you remember the most or miss the most? One person. Ooh, oh God. Uh, definitely Austin Higginbotham. The way he's from, I want to say Georgia. Yeah, I believe it was Georgia. And he's just got the most Southern accent possible. It is so funny. And like every, every, anytime he calls someone, he calls him Bo. He goes, hey, Bo. And so that's easily the most laughable thing you'll see in person, but it's, it's hilarious. So the Southern accent did it. That That's yeah. what made him a favorite. Well, just like the way he spoke, like. The words he said, it was just like, I've never heard it before. It just intrigued me so much. So I miss that so much. So it was a culture shock, like kind of having teammates from the South. A bit. Yeah, a little bit. It wasn't like too bad, but it was definitely. You don't see that a lot at VCU? You guys don't have a lot of. <laughs> we see a lot of Northern guys. So we have a couple of Canadians and one of them has a pretty thick accent. It's kind of gotten a little bit better since he's been in the States for two years now and then we get a lot of guys from new york but their accents aren't nearly as heavy as the canadians so you're telling me people from new york don't call you both 
ever. <laughs> <laughs> what is their slang? What is their? Um, let's see. I don't really know. There's just what so do they many. call you instead of Bo? What would they come up to you and say like, "Hey, what?" Um, they either call me Daily or Wayne. That's about wow. it. Some people call me Sheck, but. So they don't have like a word. It's not like a, you know. Uh, no, probably, no, I wouldn't say so. Okay. At least well, I, they don't talk to me. Okay. Well, I guess I can see why the Southern accent would be a, you know, a standout point then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so as a pitcher, what other position would you play in college? If they said you can't pitch anymore, you can go play wherever. What would you choose? I'd want to be, be a catcher. No doubt. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. I I caught all the bullpens in uh, Charlottesville. I would always volunteer to go warm up the pitcher mid-game or warm up the pitchers in the bullpen. I just love doing it. So Plus, I can learn from it a little bit. So Yeah. See, that's impressive, though. I'm bat blind. Like, I get back there, and I'm like, I'm going to catch. And, you know, every time they swing the bat, I blink. So, you know, you being able to do that, that's yeah. <laughs> impressive and as a pitcher. It would be that, or it would definitely be center field. I love making, you know, yeah. sports center top ten plays, like dive and catch and stuff like that. So, Do you like to right hit? Right up my alley. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I haven't done it in, what, yeah. five, six years. But any chance I get to, like, during pitcher BP, oh, I go crazy. I try to hit the ball out. It never happens. How do you think that would go in a game if you they did let you catch and you had to be in the lineup? Do you think uh, that would go good? <laughs> behind the plate, I think I'd be okay. Uh, at the at bat, I might. There's a heavy chance I strike out because uh, I'm pretty aggressive at the plate. I always have this mentality of I'm going to see three pitches and I'm going to swing at all of them and hopefully I make contact. Probably why I'm not a hitter in college. You pitch. So it's a good balance. <laughs> okay. So who growing up, who was your role model? Who was your favorite player? Stuff like that. Uh, Chase Utley by far. Uh, Cause growing up, I was a middle infielder. I wasn't really even a pitcher until my senior year of high school. And so I just idolized Chase Utley, try to do everything he did. So that's pretty much who I emulated my game after. And last question. All right. What's your favorite baseball movie? Oof. Oh God. Think about it. Don't don't say something bad. <laughs> Probably one of the major league movies with uh Charlie Sheen. Wild okay. thing. Love him. Okay. That's pretty that's a good choice. Good choice. I've gotten different answers, you know. None of them have been bad. That so. or Bad News Bears. I love that movie. As oh, that's good. Netflix so has that now. That's oh yeah, a good one. Although Bench Warmers is good too. I, there's just so many. Okay, well, see, that's a theme. Bad News Bears, Bench Warmers, like yeah. you know, that's kind of that's a thing. Movies. <laughs> Definitely a difference from the major league movies, but yeah. still good nonetheless. Okay. Well, thank you for answering all of our questions today and for being here with us, Michael. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Yes, I know you're busy and we greatly appreciate it. Make thank sure you. you follow Tom Sox Baseball on social media and also the Valley Baseball League. Okay. Bye, guys.